Rabotai, I was on my way here, and um, I want to tell you something. There's a great Chacham. His name is And I heard this personally from him. You ready? First of all, welcome everyone. Welcome all Torah Anytime viewers. So I'll tell you what he said, B'Shem David Melech, who writes, What's good in this world? You know what's good? What's good in this world? Let me tell you what happened to me two, two days ago. I took my kids. You know they have the those arcade games and they have like those tickets. You know, like if you get a lot of tickets, you go to the booth and you cash it in for a big price. You know what I'm talking about or no? You know what I'm talking about? You, you, you play, oh, jackpot! You, you play the, the, the wheel. Ah, I got 250 tickets. It's about 250 tickets. It's popping out. Ah! And they're so happy. And they get addicted. Oh, daddy, I need more tickets. I need more, I need more, uh, what's it called? That card. I need more that card. I need to get more tickets. Okay, well, we're okay. No problem. Boom, it's going, ah, it's going crazy. Another day, we're in one of these places with all these tickets, whatever. Jam. Waiting online just to pay to get, uh, you know, tokens. A ticket, uh, one of those cards to play the games. After that, Finally, after like an hour playing, they won that this many tickets. All the kids that came together, we're, we're splitting it up. We're getting one big prize with this. You know how they are. No problem. Okay. Come to get the tickets. Then not only that, you have to you know, see how many tickets you have. They have the ticket booth to see how many tickets you have. Then you have to wait online to get your prize. It took about an hour. I wasn't waiting online. The kids were waiting online. It took them an hour to do this, an hour to do that. An hour. The, whole, the whole thing took about two, two and a half hours. Finally, they get to the big, 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 big price. What do you want to get? What, do you, what could you possibly get, you know? And if you realize, they're so smart, these people. You know why they're so smart? These people who own the, the, the stores and, and they do this thing. Because every, almost, that I saw... Every item that you would win had their name engraved in it. You know what I mean? Let's say Dave Buster. There's like a name, Dave Buster, whatever it is. Alright? But you, you wanna buy you wanna you wanna buy your tickets with a mug? So it says Dave Buster's the, the, the name of the company and you bought the mug. So really it's free advertising for them. You get what I'm trying to say? No. So now you have a mug, but well, every time you're about to drink, oh what I get this from Dave Buster, oh maybe it's a good time, but we'll go back again. You get what they get the whole stick? It's a whole game. They have like a soccer ball. They have the name Dave Buster. Every time you're playing soccer now, where'd you get that ball from? Sick ball. Oh, from the... Oh, what is that? Oh, the place is this, this, this. Before you know it, they got the whole place. So it's like a sketch 22. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. You hear me, Moshe? What? In any case, that's what they did. They finally got... They're waiting so long, so long, so long. They got this like small bowling pins and foam and things like that. We go home. Excited, Daddy, we got it. We got it two and a half hours. It took us. We're playing so hard. They're like sweating. Literally sweating. They come home. I'm telling you, literally, ten minutes after, the game was... It was uh, you guys are playing the game? No, Daddy, we don't like it. So what's wrong with the game? Nah, I don't know, whatever. It's boring. You waited. You played two and a half hours. You waited online. So who knows how long? You waited a while to get the thing, and then what? Two seconds later, that's it. And it was such a thrill. You see them playing, such a thrill. And I got a big Musad. Says this world is very thrilling. It's a thrill. I made another, you know, 
another thousand dollars, I made another closing, I made another deal, I made it this, I made it that. But at the end of the day, it's the thrill, it's the, <gasps> the high, the high I got. But what are you left with at the end of the day? Really, really what are you left with? You understand? I'm talking about not now. I'm talking about after 120, we have to understand, we have to get front row seats in Gan Eden. Front row. David HaMelech says, What's good? What's good? David HaMelech was the king. He had any pleasure that you could imagine he had. Any pleasure. Luxury. He had everything. He was a king. You understand? He was a king. Honor he had. Luxury he had. Right? What else? Food he had. Crazy. Butlers and everything. He had everything. Money he had. Crazy. He was the king. He was the king. You understand what I mean? And what does the king say? What does he, what does he say? Vani? Me? What's good for me? Being close to Hashem. Now, Ramila says, first of all, you should know, I challenge everybody here, and if you know what I'm talking about, you'll see, take any item that you're about to eat, anything that you want to eat, if you make a beracha with a full understanding, with your full power, with your full power, with your full kohot, with your full energy, guaranteed, do you get more pleasure? Guaranteed, I'm telling you. Try it out. If not, come back to me. You get more pleasure from saying the Berachah with such kavanah than the actual eating of the food. You know what I said, Anna? Yeah, Mike? I, I say it's a lot. Because it's true. Because being close to Hashem, you feel so good in life. You know, you have guys, they're living in cloud. Like what? What happened? They get their car dented. I just got my brand new car. I got it. Then he starts dancing. And she's like, oh, you, got, you just got your brand new car. And it's dented. He just dented your car. And he's dancing. I know, I know. She's like, what do you mean? It wasn't my fault. He says, it wasn't my fault. What should I do? It wasn't my fault. A car just came flying. I didn't know. He's dented it. And he hit a run. And he's dancing. Going out there. Uh, uh, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You know what's wrong with him? He's drunk from being close to God. That's what he is. That's what he is. People are like that, by the way. There's people like that in the world. They're drunk from Hashem. That's it. They're drunk being close to Hashem. I got a ticket, Rabbi. I didn't know. I didn't know. I really didn't know. I, I, I just fogged it. I didn't know. I came out. I got a ticket, Rabbi. What do you want to go? What do you want to go, Hashem? You understand, Rabbi? Kaparat Davonot. Hashem's giving me Kaparat Davonot. They lived with God. That's what they did. They lived with Hashem. They had the best lives. I remember I was by Chavodiyah Yosef's shiur once. In the shiur, he told two stories. One story about the Havet Haim. Havet Haim one day, he came and he was very, very happy. Everybody's looking at him. One of the, one of the people told him, Havet Haim, today I see you the happiest. I, I've never seen you like this. He says, yes. He says, what happened? Okay, I'll tell you a story. Sit down. I was walking today and by accident I slipped over one of the thing of my coat. I fell down a little bit. And I fell down in front of a school, like a schoolyard, and the kids were playing. They're kids. They didn't know they're kids. And they started laughing at me. Ah! I got a little bit embarrassed. So that's why I'm the happiest guy. I said, what are you happy? You should be sad. You're not understanding. Kaparata vorot. You know? Tzadikim. Big tzadikim. You have to know. They get judged on the smallest, smallest little thing. You know that, right? Moshe Rabbeinu, the smallest thing. Why? He's a big man. You're a very big man. 
You have to be, it comes with everything. But that's, the, that's life. You've got to be big. You know what I'm saying? You've got to be big. I'm saying big not physically. Big in everything that we do. We have to understand our elements in life. Why was Havitim so happy? He got Kaparat Avalot that day. I'm happy. Because he lived with God. And when you live with Hashem, you understand that there's no bad. There's no such thing as bad. Because therefore, what did David Amel say? Bahani kivat David Amel is running away from Shaul Amelech. He's running away from uh, King Saul, yeah? He's running away. He's in the cave. What is he screaming? He's screaming about Tehillim. He's saying Tehillim. What are you saying Tehillim? His own son was running. His own son was running to kill him. And what is David Amel doing? Thank the alien. Thank Hashem. Hello. You know why? Because he knew that when God is with you, you know I'm in His hands. He had such emunah and such pitachon and such ah. Uh, he's with it with Hashem. He didn't stop thinking about Hashem. I told you this about Rav Vigdemila. One time he was talking to somebody. Five minutes into the conversation, he says, "Stop one second. He goes to the side. He comes back. He says, "Where'd you go?" He said, "When I talk to you." I'm not, I, I, I'm always thinking about Hashem when I'm talking to you. Now, within that five minutes, I saw that while I'm veering off of thinking about Hashem, as I'm talking to you, I had to stop for a second, veer off and come back. Because I had Hashem, Hashem was with him all, all day long. Hashem was with him all day long. You know, we say sometimes, Baruch Hashem, how you doing Baruch Hashem? But it became such a, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, became good. Meaning to say, you're not, are you really having Kavanah? Are you really understanding what you're saying when you say, those words, Baruch Hashem, oh, just Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, it's a regular thing. You have to understand and you have to mean it. And therefore, David Amel says, I mean it. You will live a better life if you have God with you. How do you have God with you? By being close, by doing His mitzvot, by coming to your shorim, by doing His mitzvot, by doing His mitzvot. But Miller says that we have to protect two things. You know what those things is? One thing is, protect our mind. Our mind. What goes in our mind is very, very important. You know, there's a lot of shtuyot now. A lot of shtuyot out there in the world. TV, movies, their plays. I don't know. But a lot of shtuyot. And it's coming from the outside world. And you have to be careful. You know, how are you going to train yourself to live in a life like this? Really, how are you going to train yourself? We have to fill our thoughts with Hashem wants us to fill our thoughts. What is that? Believe in Tchiyat Believe that the people who died last week, they're going to come back alive. Believe it. Anybody who died, they believe that they're going to, they believed in Tchiyat You have to believe it. From the Torah. That a person dies, he's going to come back, back, back alive. No doubt. There's no, uh, uh, maybe he's going to come back. I remember one time there was a funeral and I was sitting in the funeral, I was sitting down and one, one they don't have this. Ladies don't come and they start speaking about, you know. One lady begged, 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 I don't know who let her, but she started speaking about her whole life story and things like that and at the end she starts saying one thing. She says, I don't know if there is afterlife or not afterlife. What? The rabbi got up right after she finished. The rabbi, she finished. The rabbi went like this. I was there. His name was Rabbi Lankwi over here. And he got, I was very impressed. And he said like this. 
He said, our religion, there's no doubt. There's an afterlife. You die, you go to the afterlife. There's no question. Now the question is, now the question is, what are you going to do about it? Now that you're here, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to advance? You see, this world is like a mashal. You know mashal? Mashal means parable. You know what a parable is? You know what a parable is? This world is mashal. To the next world. You see people very successful? Oh, if I was like that, I would do this. Oh, if I was like that, I would do this. Oh, look at this guy. Look at that guy. Look how successful they are. Wow, amazing. Take that as an image for yourself that you want to be like, for example, Forbes. You know, Forbes that 30 under 30, this, that. You know what I'm talking about? I know. The top 10 billionaires of the world, you know. And you always have those top 10, you know, the guy on Amazon, the guy Bill Gates. You always have these guys, you know. They all come down, you know what I mean? They're either going up, 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 up. And you try to reach them, no, you can't do it. It's just not, that's what, these are the 10 guys. You want to be the top 10 guys in Ganed in front row seats. You want to. You want to. But you got to work hard. you got to plug. I told you yesterday, I sent out a story from Rav Steinman. Such a beautiful story. Teddy, did you read it or no? Such a beautiful story. How one guy came over, he was a regular guy. He got wealthy. And as he got wealthy, what does he do? He goes back and he asks from Steinman, listen, my wife doesn't want me to really drive a brand new car, this, that, it might bring Ayin Hara. You know Ayin Hara. People might look, oh, he's starting to make money, this, that, 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 look at that. He's starting to drive the Range Rover, ah, look, ah. It might bring a bad eye. So they said, what are you going to do? He said, no, I want it. Let's go speak to Rav Steinman. Go speak to Rav Let's speak to him. So Steinman heard the whole situation. So he tells the guy, listen, let me ask you something. Do you know the whole shas, or scheme, everything? He says, no. Okay, do you know Baba Kama, Baba Tra, Baba Metziah? Do you know like uh, about 300 pages in, in the Talmud? She says, no. She says, do you know um, 20 pages of Gemara Rashi and Tosafot? said, no. Do you know at least 10 pages of Gemara Rashi and Tosafot? said, no. Do you know at least 10 pages with Rashi only? Rashi, just 10 pages with Rashi. said, no. Alright, there's no Ainara for you. Don't worry about it. No, no one's going to be jealous of you. Go, go, go. <laughs> and that's the way the rabbis understood things. You know what I mean? That's the truth. There was one story about Rav Chaim Kenievsky. You know Rav Chaim Kenievsky? You know him? Hashem should give him a long life. What happened was, you want to hear this? He, one time, there was a, uh, they had a minhag, that you know the Sefer Torah, how they have, sometimes in the Sefer Torah, they have a uh, parasha with all curses. You know what I'm talking about? Or no? They have all curses. So usually they give it to a Balkore, they give it to a person, you know, they, maybe they pay somebody, go up, take the Aliyah, <laughs> you know, please, just, uh, you know. And uh, this guy, he said, ah, I don't believe in that guy, I'm going to take the Aliyah. He went, he took the Aliyah. After he took the Aliyah, a week later he gets a call that one of his uh, far relatives died. And left him a will, but but he said he has to come in to um, whatever it was. He has to come in, sign papers, and run it. 
what was it? Like it was like a running business, and he had to sign papers for it, and he had to. Part of the will was that he has to run the business. This guy was was like a guy sitting down, learning a lot of hours a day. He went in, he signed it, and at the end, the story becomes that he became like a multi-millionaire, crazy. And years later, he was saying, "You see, no, no curse happened to me. I got up the aliyah, nothing happened." So they said over, no, 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 no. Something did happen. He said how much Torah he could have learned. All those years, he he could have learned so much Torah. So much Torah. That's the way the Gdolim looked at it. That's the way they looked at it. Today I texted somebody this story. I texted somebody this story about Steinman. About how many pages you know. This guy is in a trip now. He's in whatever. He's he's sending me. He's a writer of mine. Same pictures he's on the on 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 the lounge chair. Look at me. Ah, check it out. Check it out. I sent him the story. You know. Ah, I got in shock. What is the story? Yeah, how many pages to give? Ah, you know. I told him. <laughs> so he looks at me and he texts me back. He says, "Okay, you know." He asked me personally, "How many pages do I know Gamara?" Like, well, well, well. Whatever. I texted him a certain amount, and uh, he writes back. Now I envy you. Now I envy you. Now I envy you. You know what's going on over here? Because he knows the Emeh. He knows the truth. He knows the truth. Somebody over here was telling me, he said, Rabbi, I have nothing. I said, what do you mean you have nothing? My marriage is garbage. I said, oh man. <laughs> he tells me, my, uh, my life, I live, I don't know where I live. My, my panasa is like a zero, negative zero. But then he said, you know what, Rabbi? It's not so bad. I said, come over here. What happened? Two seconds, he changed his mind? He said, no, yeah, it's not so bad. I said, what do you mean? He says, I realize that even though I don't have good marriage, and I don't have uh, 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 this, and I don't have, I don't have this, I don't have that, one thing I have, one thing I have, I know myself and all my friends, I'm learning every single day my friends are not. I have that, I'm good! Rabbi, I'm good! I don't need... I'm good. I'm good. And now, Baruch Hashem, this guy is doing good Parnassah, good Shalom Bayit, good everything. Why? He knows the Emet. When a person knows the Emet, you know the Emet, finished. That's what we have to strive for. That's what we have to strive for in life. You have to know the Emet. There's another Emet. There's something called Gehinnam. Now, Gehinnam is scary. And you have to know the Emet. And you have to believe there is Gehinnam. A guy doesn't have it up. Oh, what's the big deal? Oh, what's the big deal? Oh, what's the big deal? Just know you're playing with an atomic bomb. Why? Because every sin gets recorded. I know it's scary. It's scary, but every sin gets recorded. You did this, it gets recorded. You did that, it gets recorded. You did this, you did that. It's, it's like, just like you have a camcorder, right, like this. Right, you have your phone, you go back... Uh, you, you do a, you go back a, a few years. If you have enough storage, you can go back uh, to, uh, five years, six years, seven years. Boom, you go back. They're going to go back in a person's life. In my life, your life, they're going to see day by day. What would you do today? What would you do today? What you, why? What is that? They're going to scrutinize you. Each one. Why? Why? What, what happened? What happened on this day? 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 You have to give the din v'cheshbon. I'm included in this and you're included in this. And everybody has to give the din v'cheshbon. And nobody's going to be exempt. Because one day, 
whether it be another 120 years, whatever, it does, doesn't make a difference. But one day, we're going to have a meeting. You know what though? We're going to have a meeting with the Shammai, with, with Hashem. How embarrassed will you be? Imagine right now. Think about the Averot right now. How embarrassed will you be? Huh? I remember, I was speaking by a group of guys. I was speaking by a group of guys. And I mentioned to them a certain Avera. I said, I had a dream last night that in Shamayim this person passed on and they showed me a dream what he did last night. And I'm going to reveal to you today who this guy is. Everybody got so scared. Anyway, no, not me, not me. I said, I'm going to tell you today who is the guy that did this Avera. They're like, Rabbi Hashem! I told them, no! I have been in the dream of Allah to say from Hashem! They all got scared. I was like, you ready? I'm going to tell you who the guy is right now! They all got scared. And I said, April Fools. <gasps> I was like, you see, everybody's so... Oh, Hashem, he didn't say my name. He didn't say my name. Ah! I said, guess what? Over here, we could do April Fools. But up there, there's no fools. There's no April fools. They're going to have the camcorder. They're going to have the recording. What? Proof. We have. What do you think they have videos? What do you think they have videos? What do you think they have a camcorder for? It's just to show you that just like over here, they have it. Over there also, they have it. <laughs> what do you think? Over there, technology is much greater, by the way, the technology. Because over there, they see exactly, and they say the x-ray vision they have, right? The, exactly the feelings that you had at the same time as that phone. Boom! No! Ah, you got me, you got me, you got me, you got me, you got me. And therefore, now you have a chance to do tikkun. In this world, now you have a chance to, to fix yourself up. There's something called tshuva. There's something called a restart button. I don't, I don't want to be the same me. I want to be Sadiq. I want to be Chacham. I want to be close to Hashem. Press the restart button today. Now, now, now. Not later, not tomorrow, now, right now. As a thing, you think in the Shi'ur right now, even whoever's listening. Think right now. I, Hashem, I want to get close to you. Ay, ay, ay. There's so many things stopping us. You know what's the main thing that's stopping us? Should I tell you what's the main thing that's stopping us? Anybody want to guess one guess, one word? Oh, you. Huh? You. Anybody? It's the desires that a person has. Sometimes he feels lazy. So stupid to be lazy. You know how much you could lose by being lazy? You know how much we could lose by being lazy? A guy's lazy. I, I, I couldn't come to, cl- to sh- class tonight. Why not? You don't understand. I just took a hot shower and I was just relaxed. I had my PJs. Then all of a sudden I got a text. I have class tonight. I, I was so comfy. Right? You're lazy. But if I were to tell you you have a multi-billion dollars, you have one billion dollars over there, you'll be able to come. What happened? No, you're not lazy. Ah, yeah, yeah. You're not lazy. The answer is, you don't see. You don't see. You don't see a reward. You know, Hafez Haim used to say, 
I don't understand how can anybody do something Hashem Shemaim for Hashem's sake. I don't understand. So what do you mean? So imagine I tell you right now, do me a favor. I have a million dollars. Here's a million dollars. I have a million dollars. I'm putting a million dollars right now. So if you go get me a cup of water from there and bring it to me, I'm going to give you this million dollars. But on one condition. You don't think that you're doing it for the million dollars. Just because you like me, just to give me the cup of water. How hard would that be? You see the million dollars! How hard would that be? Almost impossible. I'm giving you a million dollars. You got a cup of water, but don't think about the million dollars. Think about because you love me. What? It's hard. Hashem give you a hold the same way. Hashem says, do the mitzvot. Go give me a cup of water. Hashem says, go do the mitzvah. But, Hashem Shemayim, do it for me because you love me. I'm going to give you a million dollars if you go do the mitzvah. But do it because you love me. You know how hard that is? That's why Mitzvah Hashem says there's three levels of every mitzvah when you do. One level is, you see, I, 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 Hashem, I bumped into a lot of people in my life so far. Interesting people. You know, one guy tells me, Rabbi, I'm coming to shul, but I'm telling you I'm coming for one reason. What do you, what's the reason? I need extra barakah in my life. I give him a tap on his back. Yalla, no problem. You'll have extra barakah in your life. Just sit down, pray every morning. And he came every single morning. And he got what he wanted. He was looking for a deal, a real estate deal that, that he, he couldn't even afford. And the owner of the building, a small building, small building, the owner of the building ended up being like an older fellow and he said that he'll be the bank and take the mortgage, meaning to say, you can pay me as, I'll be the mortgage. And he got, was able to get the building. True story. And he came over and he says, Rabbi, you were so right. I came three months, every day, praying. I got barakah in my life. I got barakah in my life. People do that. Rabbi, I'm giving tzedakah on condition that Hashem gives me more money for tzedakah. You know what I mean? For his, you know, for his, his pocket, you know? I'll give more tzedakah. No problem. No problem. This is barakah. That's one level. Why are you doing mitzvot? Because I want to get barakah in this life. Why are you doing mitzvot? Because I want to be healthy. Think about it. Uh, Hashem guarantees long life for a guy who sits down and learns Torah. Long life. I want to get long life in this world. Okay, no problem. We tell him no problem. Now there's a higher level. He's not just doing it to get things in this world, personal gains in this world. There's a higher level and that is he gets Gan Eden. Now, when we speak about Gan Eden, we, do no, we, do, we don't do justice to it. You know Why? Because if we do justice to speak about Gan Eden, we will be literally robots. Like nut, nut cases. Crazy. And th- th- we'll go cuckoo. I'm not kidding you, by the way. We'll go cuckoo. Because if we took a short trip to Gan Eden and come back, we would never be the same. Because we would see how much pleasure is up there. Your body would be so high of the highest ecstasy that you can imagine to get the biggest reward in Gan Eden. Let me repeat that. You will be so meshugah. You wouldn't stop thinking about it. I need to get for row. I need to get there. Oh my goodness, the pleasure is crazy. You're coming down talking to everybody. You're nuts. What are you doing? You're wasting your time. You're crazy. You're not going to Torah. Go to Mitzvah. You're... Oh, you go, go, you go crazy. 
He'll see his father. That's, let's say his father's not religious, or his mother's not religious, or his brother's not religious, or his friend's not religious. He'll take his friend, lift him up. You're nasty. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? You know what's up there. And then he's going to think you're not case, and you're not case, but you really know the truth, and that's the whole world, by the way. You know, everybody's nuts. Depends what you want to be nuts about, right? 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 This guy's nuts about money, and this guy's nuts about Salah and Ganeden. And then when they meet, say, come on, come on. And this guy's thinking, come make money, come make money. Yeah, everybody's nuts. So, who's that nuts? That's the way it is. You know? The girl, she finally starts getting religious, and this, that. She starts putting a skirt on, and her mother-in-law starts screaming at her. Oh, you're getting too religious. What is this? And, and she thinks she's nuts. Oh, you're getting too non-religious. What, what's with the miniscurry? Everybody thinks that one person's nuts. Everybody's going crazy. This, that. And all of a sudden, the guy gets, starts, gets religious. He wants to keep Shabbat. He starts keeping Shabbat. His friend tells him, you're crazy. Keep okay, relax, buddy. You, did, you could do 99%. You have to do 100%. No, you have to do 100%. You can do 99. And they think that everyone, everybody thinks he's a nutcase. This guy's a nutcase because he can give me 100%. This guy's a nutcase because he can give me 99%. Everybody's nuts. It depends what you want to be nuts about. But if I want to be nuts, I'll be nuts over the Torah and the Mitzvah. That's what I'd be nuts about. I would go crazy for Hashem. That's, if I were you, pick which, which craziness you want to be. Crazy for Hashem. What, what, what are you? I'm crazy for Hashem. Crazy in love with Hashem. That's it. That's it. I don't want to do this thing. And if you would see it, I'm not lying to you. And I'm, it's a man. If somebody would go to Gan Eden like this and just see the reward just for like 30 seconds. <gasps> Whoa! Oh my, oh my goodness! They'll run down. I'll be like, oh, Torah is more. They'll start getting everybody religious. You, come over here. You, come over here. You, trust me, buddy. Just get in there right now. In the Bermud Lodge. Getting this guy. Getting that guy. Getting that guy. You don't know. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do by pulling the guy in the shiur. You don't know. We had a guy in this shul. He pulled him in shiur one time. One time. I don't want to mention his name in public, but he put him one time. The guy wasn't keeping Shabbat. The guy wasn't keeping anything. Zero. Zero. The guy came from one shiur. Now he became religious. You know, you, you know the impact that you can have by bringing one guy in, in, in shiur? And he's, you know, whatever it is. Whatever he is. So I'm just bringing out a point. You don't know what, what, what could happen. But if you saw they're going to add, then what the reward will be, you will not stop. Let me learn more Torah. Let me hear another shiur. Let me hear another mitzvah. And mark my words, after 120, after 120, we're going to be up there. They're going to take another recording of this class. They're going to look down like this, this, that. You're going to be like, oh, Palachi, you didn't do justice. They would even go even more crazy than what you said. They'll go out of control. They'll be like, you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Just keep on learning more Torah, learning more Torah, learning more Torah. You wouldn't be able to. You want to be, it's, it's like, it's like, you have a certain, you're not understanding, it's like a shot. You ever see those, uh, like the, 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 like you have a timer? You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know that hourly glass where like the sand is coming down? You know what I'm talking about? I know. It's like, you know, you have a shot, uh, you have a, uh, you ever play those games, like the basketball games where you have like uh, 30 seconds and you have 10 seconds left and boom, boom. You know what I'm talking about? I know. We're on a shot clock, by the way. We're on a shot clock. Our shot clock is, let's say, 120 years, right? So it's going down now. Oh, it's going down, 120 years. Now it depends how old you are. 20 years, and now it's 100 years, let's say. You're 30 years old, now it's 90 years. The, the, the class going less and less and less. You will never be younger than what you are right now. This is the youngest you'll ever be. And, and it's going less and less and less. And just like those basketball games. By the way, I got high score the other time when I told my kids. I got to say that. I got the high score on the basketball thing. So I got high score. Everybody's like, look at it. Even like the African-American guys, like, what? Yeah! 
imagine this guy. And I was with my suit jacket. Go, oh, yes. ah, the suit jacket. I was going crazy. Because high, you, want, you want to get high school up there, right? Everybody, everybody's on that basketball game with that certain amount of minutes left that you have in your life. And you got to keep on scoring, baby. Another shot. Another shot. Let's go. Another shot. Boom! Another mitzvah. Another Torah. Another shiur. Another, another, another tzedakah. Another kindness. Another chesed. Boom! 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 And then you get on fire. Ta 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 ta. You gotta get the groove. You gotta get into it. You gotta get into it. You gotta get hot over the Torah and the mitzvot. Crazy over the Hashem. Gotta get addicted to it. More and more, I'm not going to stop, I'm not going to stop, I'm not going to stop, I'm not going to stop. You know when you get into a zone and you're just going boom, 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 boom. So you ever see boxer, pa, 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 gets in his zone. And the guy lets it let, let, let go, boom, boom, boom. Yitzhak always going to try to stop us. Yitzhak always going to try to stop us. And there's going to be a lot of obstacles. You're going to see, I saw in my life, I remember so many obstacles. I said, this time I'm going to be like this. This time I'm going to be like that. So many times, so many things tried pulling me down. And they keep on trying to put people, things, people, anything. Anything. I remember I was on a, a call. You know, I'll never forget. I was booking a ticket to go to Israel. Booking a ticket, I was like, this, what is this? I'm like on the phone for like 10 minutes on hold. Like, not the, what is this, 10 minutes? I was young. I was like, nothing. Hey, let me go get my Gemara. I want my Gemara. The same, I want my Gemara. Hi, how are you? This is, how can we help you, sir? I'm like, oh my goodness. The second I opened up my Gemara, that's what happened. You know what? The Yetzirah doesn't want me to learn. I said, I'm going to show him. I finished the phone call, hung up the phone, finished on it, went back to my Gemara, and I went, what? The Yetzirah is trying to stop you. Always going to try to stop you. All of a sudden, you're about to go to shore. Friend calls you up. Oh, by the way, we're going to hang out, this party, this, day. you got to come, man. You got to come. Ay, shi'ur, a party, shi'ur, a party. Ay, 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 ay. The you're always going to have it. You're always going to have it. Hashem wants to see how strong you are. How much weight you can lift. How much self-control that you have. Because there's another part that we have to understand. By the way, the third level of doing things, we said one level is for Barakah in this world. Well, that's why you're doing the mitzvah. Just fine. Keep on doing it. Second level is to get from Rowan Gan Eden. Third and highest level is what you're doing is strictly for Hashem. We're doing is strictly Hashem. Right now, I know Ganadin, I know this, I know that. But God, I love you so much. And everything you do for me. And all I want to do is do whatever you want me to do. And I'm happy as anything when I do that. That's the highest level. That's the highest level. You hear the three levels? All three levels are good. I just gave you small, medium, and large. You know? Level one, level two, level three. These are the levels. Now there's another thing that we have to know in Avodot Hashem. And getting close to front row seats in Gan Eden is we have to have good character traits. Midot. You can't have Ga'ava. Hashem doesn't like the people who think they're all hot stuff. Ah, look at me. Who are you? Who are you? You know what I'm saying? Look at you. Who, look at you. We're looking at you. Who are you? I mean, you can see my watch. There's a gold watch and this, 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 the pearls and the diamonds and this. Okay, so no. How do you act towards other people? Are you a nice guy? You're not a nice guy. You have to be a nice guy. Ladies the same way. 
Some ladies forget it. They know. Oh, yeah, I did it, did it. Hello, bring. Come down. Come down. Honey, come down. Come down. Come down. Please, please. <laughs> no joke. No joke. <laughs> you don't see how beautiful I am. You don't see how. Okay, okay, okay. Relax, relax, relax. You know. Not a joke. She's in the. Everybody's waiting online. No, she's coming right in the front of the line. Excuse me, hell, there's a whole line. Uh, excuse me, no, I am. I don't care who you are. Waiting back in the line. You understand what I'm trying to say? Something called gaava. No gaava. You want to be Adam Shalem. Adam Shalem has good midot. Patience. Are you one of those guys? The second it hits green and the guy in front of you doesn't go. He, get, he has like the one second rule, one. Boom! The whole time! And you don't stop. <laughs> yeah, it just turned green, man. <laughs> I don't care, it's green, go! <laughs> you have that patience or you don't have that patience? That's part of it, my friends. That's part of it. Patience is part of it. Because the person has no patience, that's a little bit of a problem. But yeah, how refined of a human being are you? The Gomer Vilna says, if a person is not constantly working on his character traits, why should he live? And you know what's the best test to it? Should I tell you the best test? When you get married, or if you're married, the best test is with your spouse, husband and wife. This is the barometer, you know, how you get, you know, everybody comes to shul, nicest guy, the best guy, the best guy, the best guy. So when, I, when, when he called me up for a question, his wife says to him, uh, by the way, uh, so-and-so, is that the rabbi? Yeah. She says, okay, speak to the rabbi for a second. Yeah. So she gets on the phone. Hi, rabbi, this is so-and-so's, uh, what's it called, wife. And it's like, yeah, how is my husband doing in uh, Knees and Shul? Oh, he's doing fantastic. How are the boys like? The boys love him. The best guy, nicest guy in the Shul. Oh, well, rabbi, that's good to hear because in the house... And she starts going at him. I was like, what? Yeah, he comes home. He screams the living daylights out of me. Then he goes to the cave. Get over here right now. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to that. I was like, yo. I was like, okay. Um, let me speak to him one more time. I was like, yeah. I had to speak to him. You know, I was like, I couldn't believe it. True story, by the way. I'm not, I'm not answering. True story happened. Happened like two months ago. They called me up and she was going bugging out. Whoa, this is my, my husband? Forget it. My, he's good in truth. You should see what he does now. He's a, he's a, he's a lion. What? Truth doesn't say a word. He sits there quietly. See, dude, I didn't know. So I tell, I, when he came to show the next morning, he says, Come over here. I told him, Come over here. I didn't know. He goes like this, shrugs his shoulders. Meaning his heart was right. You know why? Because you're. You're not going to go crazy on it. You know, you're sure you're going to make a whole scene, but you're in your house. Oh, Balagan, Balagan. Mazev, hey, oh, hey. Then we see who you truly are. When your wife could say, My husband, he has the best character trait. He's Sadiq. Ah, now you know you're in business. Now you know you're in business. And by the way, I said this once. You know, people, they always say, oh, shalom bayit, shalom bayit. If you're very good and you're so respectful to your wife, guaranteed, she's going to treat you well. She's going to treat you well. And vice versa. Some ladies forget about it. To their husbands, they treat them like a shmata. 
And what do you think? The husband's going to treat her like a queen? You know? You know, one guy tells me, Rabbi, doesn't say the Rambam says the wife's got to treat their husband like a king. I come home, I feel like... I told him, listen, no problem. When a king acts like a king, then you'll be treated like a king. Eh? When you act like a king, and you treat your wife like a queen, she'll start treating you like a king. Same thing vice versa. If the queen, if the wife would treat her husband like a king, then she'll be treated like a queen. It's vice versa. It's vice versa. It's a lesson in life. You can always be nice. Always give in. I'm always giving in. Rabbi, I'm giving in. I don't care. Keep on giving in. Things are going to change. It's going to change. It's going to change. It's like you're molding something. Something just happened. Shalom by the a fiasco. Now you got to mold it. You got to mold it. You keep on molding. Keep on molding. Keep on molding. Finally, wow, you're right, Rabbi. How'd you know that? Sick, crazy. You don't understand. My wife, she's the nicest lady. These are the lessons that we have to understand. We have to take us with us. We have to know. We got to get close to Hashem to have a good life in this world. The next world, for sure, you're going to have a crazy life. You're going to have the best life in the next world. But you want a good life here? Get close to Hashem. Because when you're close to the boss, you're always talking to him. You're always thanking him. I don't have parking. Okay? So, sometimes you go on the phone, oh, I don't have parking, it's like going crazy, I can't take it, I'm not going to the... Sometimes you say, you know what? Hashem, give me parking. You start talking to him. Sometimes the parking spot will open up. Sometimes it won't. But you know what? I was able to have a conversation with Hashem. And I don't care if I got one or if I didn't get one. I, I talked to him. Yeah. Talk to him. Talk to him. He's the best friend you ever have in your life. Ever. Talk to him. Keep on talking. Keep on talking to him. Remember I used to tell the boys over here back in the day, they going to work? Okay. Before you go to work, make a prayer to Hashem. Don't go into your office without praying. Hashem, kiss the mezuzah. I'm coming in. I beg you, have me, let me have a good day today in business. Walk in the office. You walk out. You had a good day, you had a bad day. Kiss the mezuzah. Thank you, Hashem. I did my best. You do the rest. You hear that? You hear that? guy, same way. He's learning Torah. You're going to the Bay Midrash. Hashem, please let me understand the Shior. I have guys, sometimes they don't understand the Gemara sometimes. So pray to Hashem. Hashem, please help me understand the Gemara. They don't understand sometimes. I know, I know exactly, I know. I give sure I know exactly who understood and who didn't understand the Gemara. 100%. Tell you right after. This guy, this guy, this guy understood. This guy, this guy, this guy didn't understand. I can tell you right away. Pray to Hashem. They don't understand. Pray to Hashem. Listen. Focus more. Focus more. Pray to Hashem. Talk to Him. Anything you need. I'm not feeling good today. Hashem, I'm not feeling good today. Make me feel better. Make me feel better. You'll see things all of a sudden opening up. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. How does that happen? Because <laughs> you listen to what David Amel said. David Amel said, Va'ani What's good? You know what's good in my life? Having Hashem in my life. When Hashem is in my life, I have good. Hashem is a good thing.